Welcome back to Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com. February 7th was Safer Internet Day, and as part of the celebration was an announcement from Xbox of a privacy-themed experience in Minecraft's Education Edition. It's called, what's it called? It's called Prodigy... Privacy Prodigy. Privacy Prodigy. I love it. Okay, so here to dive into the topic a bit more is Kim Kunis, General Manager of Xbox Trust and Safety. Welcome to your tech report. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Kim, tell me about this announcement. What exactly is this experience people can get involved in? Well, Privacy Prodigy is really about providing a fun in-game experience where kids and teens can learn about how to keep their information safe on the internet. Um, And so this is really one of a number of different ways that we work with kids and their parents and educators to really educate on um, both safety and privacy on the internet. You know, when people think of Minecraft Education Edition, um, I think a lot of people will probably go, oh, this is a way to teach my kids coding. But this is more than that, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. And so there's a bunch of different ways that we're using this just awesome environment where kids have a lot of fun and to really kind of dial up the education and the knowledge. Now, you know, obviously teaching anybody about personal you know, safety and, and, and privacy and keeping their data secure is important. But why, why target this demographic? Um, so really, you know, it's interesting. Over the last three years or so, things have changed so much in terms of how we use digital environments. Um, so kids, because of the pandemic and schools being closed in person for so long, really adapted and educators adapted their approach to how they're teaching and they're using more and more digital environments. Um, and so really during this period of time, kids are learning how to learn in a hybrid way. And, and that digital environment is such a key piece it. And so we really think that focus on this age group is is really important. Um, And again, we also really want to partner with parents um, and help parents understand, you know, what are the things that they can help their kids with? Um, Starting those dialogues between parents and their kids is such an important part um, of this whole experience. Yeah, I think it's an important piece of the puzzle there, which is the parents, because I think that parents might not always admit that they also don't know so much in this kind of field. So even though you're, you know, you're targeting that age group and the teens, I think parents might realize, oh, we're going to learn a couple of things here in the process without you going out and telling them, say, you don't know anything. Right. So this is a really this education process does extend beyond just teens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, you talked about kids learning in more and more uh, virtual environments. And obviously with the pandemic, things shifted dramatically. Um, when we think of education and, and video games, we always think of Minecraft education. Is there is there an opportunity, do you think, and this is completely your opinion, um, for other games and other experiences to provide that education focus that Minecraft has been doing? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, there's, uh, there's a lot of ways that we can use kind of these creative, immersive environments um, to work across, you know, education. So kind of core curriculum classes, um, as well as to kind of diverge into these other spaces where kids are spending social time um, or perhaps learning something that's sort of outside of of their core curriculum. Um, And so I think that there's an awesome opportunity for creators to think about this more and more um, as we blend these education and social environments. um, Do you feel the kids are more open to it because of the gamification of it? Is it something that they are a little bit more, oh, okay, we can we can do this. And if you don't even maybe don't have to tell them that they're being educated. (laughs) 
That's a, that's a great perspective. Yes. Um, I think that that definitely comes into it. Um, and, you know, we talked about how the world is changing and how the world has changed. And it, truly that evolution has been going on for 20 years. And um, the the number of just humans, whether they're children or adults that are now gaming and, and finding ways to learn in that environment and connect with other people, you know, other people out of their sort of physical social world that they wouldn't necessarily have um, an opportunity to engage with. And so, you know, diversity and, um, you know, diversifying their friend groups and um, the groups that they're playing with and learning with, um, just a huge important part of that. So yeah, I absolutely think we're, you know, kind of at the start of, uh, you know, a great evolution here of how we can learn. Yeah, I'm finding, I mean, I have two kids, one's 10, one is 13. And I find that, uh, they socialize a lot in gaming. Like this is a, a method of socializing and interacting uh, sometimes even more so than they do in person. I find it sometimes they struggle in person to actually know how to interact with people. Whereas in a game, there's common ground already. So there's common dialogue and it really, it really does help. And adding that level of security as a parent, especially knowing that that exists and that's there makes me feel a little bit better about letting them do that, even though it's social. I'm, I'm guessing that's probably similar feedback you're getting as well. Yes, absolutely. And um, and that's one of the things that we're trying to do again more and more of is that, that partnership with parents and educators to let them know, you know, what are the, some of the things that we have um, within Xbox and, and Microsoft has um, to allow parents to, um, you know, control some of their children's spend, for example, um, to have an opportunity to um, monitor and manage screen time across devices, gaming and outside of gaming, um, to provide their kids with um ways to ask permission to do things like maybe there's a certain title that they want to play that's not necessarily one that um, by default their parent wants them to play. So they can kind of have that dialogue with their parent. They can ask for permission to do different things and the parent can download the Xbox Family Settings app. Um, that's a way that they can monitor, manage um, their children's digital environment. And again, it goes back to kind of that dialogue. We want parents and kids talking about this because truly that's the way that they can evolve um, and the child can learn, you know, what are the things that they can do to look out for themselves as well? Um, and so again, that connection between the parent and the child. I have right here on my, on my home screen is the uh, the Microsoft Family uh, Safety app, which I use to obviously control screen time, see what they're doing and have access. And it's a, it's like my companion to life. This and uh, another app called MyDo, which we don't have to get into now, but it helps manage their budget and stuff like that as well. One of the things I found really super interesting about um, this announcement because it came on a blog post on the Xbox blog and we'll and we'll post that on our social media so you guys at home can can take a look at it. But you had some great uh, great tips for parents and players on safer gaming on the Xbox. Yeah. Can you can you talk about some of those tips or can we go through them a little bit here? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing is, you know, really kind of understand what are your kids playing, who are they playing with, um, and talk to them about the experiences that they're actually having um, in multiplayer gaming, um, in the games that they're playing. Um, these dialogues create great communication opportunities. Um, of course, set your child up with a child account. Um, use the family um, settings for Xbox. You just talked about the app. Um, it's a great way for the parent to, you know, write on their mobile device, be able to interact with that system, understand um, through um, activity reporting what their child is, you know, what are the games that they're playing, how are they interacting. If the child wants to add a new friend, the parent can approve that through the app. And so really using those tools to understand um, what your child is doing online and, and to have conversations with them about that. That. That's kind of the biggest thing. Um, and then game with your children. Um, it's a great way for you two to have fun together. Um, and again,
in to learn more about that environment if you're not already really familiar with it. It's also a great way to make your kids feel uh, way better than you when you can't game as well as they can. And they have an edge up. On you. <laughs> what What are the other things? So that, yeah, I know it's 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 sad almost at the end of the day, but we'll get there. Uh, one of the other things of the announcement I saw was um, uh, the use of AI to help manage online communities uh, and the and the online community content. Can you dive into that a little bit and explain how that's being used and what kind of moderation it it provides on that level? Yeah, absolutely. So when we think about safety at Xbox, really um, what we are focused on is creating an environment where players have peace of mind, where they feel like they can come to our community, uh, where we are doing everything we can to keep them safe, to keep their information secure, to make sure that our experiences are accessible to them. And so a part of that is really a multifaceted approach. Um, and one piece of that approach is um, the use of AI um, to proactively enable moderation. And so what this really means is that um, we have the ability to, if a player is uploading images um, to share with other players, we have the ability to scan that kind of instantly um, and make sure there's not inappropriate content or content that is violating um, our community standards. Um, and so really that's all about creating a welcoming environment for everyone, making sure that, you know, we understand what's happening in that environment. It can help to assure players are feeling safe. Um, and so as part of that multifaceted approach with AI, we're also using human moderation because AI alone does not provide the insights of human beings, of course. And so it's really important that you kind of bring those two layers together um, in a full moderation approach. Um, and then lastly, as kind of a, another um, layer of that, um, that safety, um, we enable for players to make reports to us. And so what they're able to do then is that they see something directly in the environment that for some reason we didn't catch because we're not perfect. We're always learning. We're trying to always improve our systems. Uh, but we give the players the ability to report that. Um, and then we can do an investigation to determine was there something that did violate our policy and is there um, a case for an enforcement action based on that. And so that's kind of the full circle of the way that we look at uh, moderation and, and safety at Xbox. That's absolutely amazing. I think that, that the element of the human and AI component allows you to also, I mean, it helps keep the AI on its toes too, right? As well as the humans at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kim, uh, Privacy Prodigy, is it available now? Where can people go go get their hands on this and actually experience it themselves? It is available now, and I think we'll provide you with that link so that you can share it as well. Um, but yes, it is available now. It's available in Minecraft Education Edition for free and then also on the Minecraft Marketplace. Amazing. Well, Safer Internet Day was on February 7th, but this conversation is one of those things that I think we continue going as long as we possibly can. And we uh, and we will keep the conversation going as well with yourself. And anytime you have any other news to share, please do not hesitate to come back on your tech report. It was a pleasure to speak with you. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Your tech report will be right back. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast, and NBC Sports. 
Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.